All right, we're a D&D podcast. Roll your D20 to see if you go in the ever-after realm of forbidden Hessians. Oh, no. Uh, roll your D20. D&D, you are, uh, of course, referring to... You're an elf. Dickheads and... Uh... Uh, dum-dums? Dickheads and dum You're an elf, Steven. You're dickheads and dum You're navigating this dum-dum. You're in a dum-dum's asshole right now. And you gotta roll your d20 for initiative, okay? Uh, roll your d- Roll darts, your fucking d20. Darts and danishes. Darts and- Roll your fucking d20 so we can uh, become a very uh, popular D&D Roleplay podcast where a, we have silly there adventures. A, there is already a, a, a popular D and uh, role playing podcast. We can, the, well, you can the, be a gnome, but you'll be the gnome that fucks, and everyone the, will laugh. On the Reddit for podcasting, I got uh, disciplined by the moderator, who is actually the co-host of the successful D and D role playing podcast, because I said that people could use a well known editing program for free. And they can, but that guy didn't like me saying it. So now I'm at war with the moderators of the Reddit podcast. Yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna be the extreme D and D podcast, the one that doesn't fuck around. Yeah. It'll be the podcast with all the all the burning questions about society. But instead of abortion, it'll be dwarf abortion. You know, we'll <laughs> see. We'll of- see the lens. <laughs> You Instead know, of the, gun through control, the mirror. it'll be elf gun control. <laughs> right, arrow control. <laughs> you know, elf Chris Rock was like, we don't need bow control. We need we need arrow Hey, you control. know what I call arrow control? <laughs> Using yeah. both or all three hands, depending on your race or class type. <laughs> if you have what? three. You might have three hands if you're... Don't some elves have three hands? Isn't that a thing? Oh, sorry. When you talked to when you talked about race, just what immediately sprung to mind was like a D and D like uh, police shooting. Is like uh, that's what they tried to do with that movie. Bright. The orcs are the orcs are what the oppressed minority. Remember that movie Bright with no, the I didn't orc see it. cop? No, didn't see it. It was the orc cop and Will Smith. Are you kidding me? They tried to make orcs. It was written by uh, da, 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 Max Landis, Hollywood creepozoid <laughs> Max oh. Landis. And he wrote The Orc Cop, where the orcs are black people. <laughs> and uh, there's a line in it that's famous where <laughs> Will Smith says, fairy lives don't matter today. <laughs> he says, wow. Yeah, because he, he kills a fairy because they're like pests. Oh, my God. And then he I- says... I'm reading the description. You're not exaggerating at all. LAPD police officer and his orc partner confronting racism and police corruption while protecting a magic wand? It was huge. It was very popular for some reason. Netflix touted the watch figures of Bright. Apparently people were into Bright, but it was... It was also recognized critically as being just a mess. Well, did they have, like, Varg? Did Varg consult on this? Because he's got a whole theory about orcs and racism, let me tell you. (laughs) Yeah, I like that Max Landis is just vibing with Varg one day. You know, he just met him at the Hollywood... I guess Varg wouldn't like the Hollywood rape, rape palace. But Varg's not a rapist. He's a murderer, but he's not a rapist. Hey, that guy was gonna murder Varg. 
Yeah. He said it. He said so. He said, boy, I wish I could kill that guy. And that was Tvarg. That was like, oh, he has threatened me. And so mm-hmm. then he stabbed him 400 times. <laughs> now, now we're not just going to do 45 minutes of Varg Vickerness apologism here. but No, we're going to go the- over um, <laughs> the different types of penile conditions and diseases that you can get. Because uh, there's quite a okay. few. Uh, some are serious medical emergencies, uh, but some are congenital, which they're present at birth and develop over time. So the first okay. one is uh, balanitis. 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 It's a penis disease. Yeah, it's inflammation of the glands, which is the head of the oh, penis. Oh, the glands. The glands, So you yeah. get a real big head. So uh, if the foreskin is also inflamed, the condition is called balanopositis. Balanopositis. So the most common cause of balanitis is poor hygiene in uncircumcised males. So I, that's not going to apply to you and me. Because, you got an expanding head. Yeah, we clean our dicks immaculately. Well, no, we're both circumcised. Oh, uh, yeah, you're right. Oh, so there is a point to it. Well, we can't get balanitis. Thank you. Thank you, Jewish elders, for showing us the way. Uh, let's see. The, the treatment is cutting off the entire penis. Wow. What? The only, that's the only way you can treat it. No. Yep. No. Yep. <laughs> no, you're yep. you're exaggerating. And no. there's nothing wrong with that, you know. Uh, that's what the... I, maybe this is because this is like a feminist website. Every... I'm looking at... Every, Why is this a feminist? Ep, Epipadias, <laughs> hypopadias, penile cancer. For every single one, they're saying the solution is cut off the penis. It's. Uh, I, think you, I think you've stumbled upon the nullo... <laughs> The Nullo <laughs> website. I don't think the feminist would advocate. So priapism is, is a persistent community. erection that lasts for more than four hours, and the only treatment is cutting off the penis. Okay. That's hmm. That sounds drastic. A common cause of priapism is marijuana. Smoke too much weed, you, you, get, uh, you get real hard. Is that true? For four uh, hours? I'm, I mean, I'm high all the time, and I'm just, you know, I'm hard all the time, too, you know. <laughs> hard and high. That's what, that's the old expression, you know. Uh, hang them hard and hang them high. Uh, How do you, like, walk around? Uh, with an erection. <laughs> but doesn't that hurt? <laughs> uh, not when you get used to it, and it's good. You're like an ordinal point. Maybe you, you, know? <laughs> you, have, a, you have a billowy, billowy pants. Yeah, I have billowy pants, so, you know, I'm like, uh, it looks like the flag of Nepal, the way that I've got it arranged. It's beautiful. Uh, Sorry to our Nepalese fans. Uh, No, my penis isn't that big. If anything, it would just be be, uh, some sort of semaphore flag or naval flag that I would be sporting, you know, Not, not not the majestic flag of the wonderful nation of Nepal. So some of the other penis conditions are like your your urethra doesn't go out the the hole and instead it like curves up and so you have like kind of Ooh. a blowhole situation. You got a curvy urethra. You got a you got a spout. Yeah. So you got like the pee goes like up in a different direction than you were expecting. You hit yourself in the face. Well, that that seems like easy enough to correct if it's soft. You know, you just you just bend it a little, you know, and, and point the spout down towards the yeah. toilet. But, I, you know, everyone knows everyone knows the horrors of morning wood. You know, you're trying to pee and you got a boner and you're trying to angle your boner down and it's pointless. 
and it's, you got to get at a weird angle. You have to straddle the toilet. You have to go. <laughs> yeah. Um, you have so to start, start doing deep knee thrusts on, on the toilet. Epispati, epispatius or epispatius, the weird. Epispatius. There's two surgical techniques, and they are called the modified Cantwell technique. The modified and, Cantwell technique. And the Mitchell technique. <laughs> the it's the Mitchell my God the Mitchell technique the Mitchell that's technique. great I oh, your really love, mundane name plus I would a technique love for that to be my question in med school what is the difference between the modified Cantwell technique and the Mitchell technique yeah and because you've read this penis web page you've never studied a medical book but you slumdog millionaire it because you remember this penis web page. Yeah, this is a great penis web page. Um, ooh, the pictures are scary. You got scary pictures of bulbous penises? Yeah. Oh, man. I'm glad bulbous. I don't have to memorize that. Uh, there are some people that are urologists. They're cock doctors. They're cockters. Uh, doc, uh, they, they study the dick. Diseases of the dick. <laughs> I study the dick. I am a man that studies the dick. All my life I've been obsessed with the human penis. To unlock its mysteries. To salvage the ancient messages within. I alone, Dr. Penis Man, <laughs> will unlock these. I knew I was a child. I was called, my, my surname was Penis Man, which is why I became obsessed to begin with. It's an aptonym. So what would you think, uh, here we go, what would you say would make up the majority of civilian penile injuries, which is what Wikipedia differentiates, c civilian penile injuries? Um, um, what, what's the most common cause? I would say uh, running with a boner and tripping and breaking <laughs> your penis. <laughs> well, that probably that's probably in the same category as blunt trauma. Cause blunt, the trauma blunt trauma, great. That just sounds like someone taking a baseball bat mm. to your penis and then it, it just uh, conforming to a perfect right angle afterwards. And then the burns and other accidents, uh, the remaining 10%. Burns mm -hmm. and other accidents. <laughs> yeah, I was cooking bacon naked <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah. spilled some of the grease on my, uh, on, my on old Mr. there. Um, because of its thin skin, the penis is susceptible to full thickness third degree burns. Woo! Woo! Do they have any photos of a burnt penis? Um, they have some pretty gnarly photos on uh, wikipedia.org slash wiki slash penile underscore injury if you want to Penile injuries. Look, penile isn't just a river in Africa, you see. <laughs> you see. <laughs> jokes! The jokes that's keep on coming here at House of Decline. That's a good one. Now. A penile. Um... <laughs> Well, let's switch to talking about balls, then. Well, we can switch to talking about balls. Yeah, we're talking about injuries of the penis. Let's talk about injuries of the balls. Maybe your balls One of the big up. news of the week. Yeah. And something I didn't make a comic about. Maybe I should have. Ellie Valley made a comic, but his comic was good, but it was basically just saying what happened, which is why I didn't make a comic about it, because it's just so bizarre. There's, there's no need to embellish it with any sort of humor. <laughs> it's just... Uh, so Nicki Minaj went on Twitter to say that uh, she, her cousin in Trinidad had to cancel a wedding because the groom's balls swelled up due to the COVID vaccine. And uh, so she's become the darling of the right wing 
uh, anti-vax movement such that Tucker Carlson has had her as a byline, has had the swollen balls uh, <laughs> as the Chiron every night for the past <laughs> five nights. It's, it's balls gate. Now, did you, uh, I sent you a little link uh, of a guy on Twitter who injects silicone into his balls. Did you happen to check him out? I've seen, I mean, I've, I've seen all those guys before. Maybe seen... her cousin is just embarrassed about being a silicone injector. Yeah, or they have, like, a, the other people would say, it's probably an STD. He probably got pinworms or something like that. Pinworms is not an STD. Or he's parasite. Pinworms is something that children get in their butts. Sure. Oh, they get pinworms. But, uh, yeah, he might have gotten an STD. Or he might, uh, my theory, he's a silicone injector fetish guy. You know, they're like, oh, I like having a full pair of balls. And uh, they uh, inject the silicone directly into the ball sack until it swells to like nearly five, six times the size. It's like the size of a head. What if he's just never had, he's like a devout Christian and he's never had sex uh, with his wife before. They're saving it for marriage. And he's embarrassed of his very huge balls. His balls are just backed up. His balls are his balls are just huge. No, they're just huge. And Ever since I was a child, my balls were huge. Hmm. They teased me. They called me. They called me a sack guy, and I I would I would go to the shed and cry and cry and I used my enlarged scrotum as a hanky. as a napkin to wipe the tea as a hanky to wipe the tears you know <laughs> so you know uh, and he and he saw it out you know there's there's this hysteria about the COVID vaccine maybe I can blame that and my fiance then will love me because she'll then blame. The international Jewish conspiracy. <laughs> well, wait, wait, <laughs> Instead wait. Instead of me. Arr, what? Sound effect. Uh, <laughs> did she, did Nicki Minaj go on to blame a Jewish conspiracy? No, she didn't blame the Jewish conspiracy. But if you go down enough, I, 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 enough anti-vax threads lead eventually back to the Jews. The huh. Jews do it. The Man, Jews did it. There's some paranoia coming from you, you know? <laughs> yes, I I agree with that position. <laughs> the Jews are doing everything. We're so crafty, you know. We 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 just we just life. We just love getting one over on people. We just love being tricksters like Loki. What if you had a whole what? race of Loki? What you can't take that? What are you, you talking about? My Varg alarm is going off. They're Varg, about Varg Varg, they're trying to steal our gods. Is not is not Loki the Jew of the gods? That's how I pictured to Varg. Think, yeah, I don't know. Um, so is Nicki Minaj <laughs> gonna go on Tucker? Um, I think she has, hasn't she? I, don't she, I think she already has gone on Tucker. She's appeared on Tucker to do anti-vax awareness uh, routine. You know, don't take whatever they tell you. And uh, so it's, uh, I, I don't know, there's, what's, what's very creepy about the anti-vax people is they'll use a, a real tragedy like the Tuskegee experiments specifically to target black people. Mm-hmm. And you'll see uh, anti-vax Black anti-vax people uh, cite the Tuskegee experiments as reasons why they shouldn't trust the government. And you know what? It's not a bad argument. <laughs> it's, it's... Well, I don't know. I don't. I was thinking about that. I couldn't come up with anything. Yeah, I mean, I can't really say that. Like, 
So the argument is that they shouldn't trust the government because of things like the Tuskegee experiment. Yeah, and, like you don't know what they're injecting you. You can't verify. I mean, in this situation, uh, I think what if you're thinking of my my reasoning without being an expert and why I trust the vaccine is that it is in no one's best interests for humanity to be incredibly sick. Uh, yeah. And, I mean, I don't know. Like. It's tes- so I, I was wondering about the Tuskegee experiment, so I went and looked it up, and it's, like, really bad. I mean, so... This, yeah, it's this, one of the worst things. The CDC, I think it was a, specifically the CDC, like, was not telling all of these people they had syphilis, and then they were whistleblowers, and then the CDC was, like, 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 like fucking with the whistleblowers and, like, having them followed, and mm-hmm. um, eventually yeah. the whistleblowers blew the whistle enough. Uh, but what's crazy about it is that stuff similar to the Tuskegee experiments actually does go on with like the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation testing out those weird GMO mosquitoes in Africa. I mean, like that's that's I'm, not a I'm I mean, that's not of, a conspiracy. I'm in favor of GMO mosquitoes. I like to genetically engineer stuff. OK. I okay. Like I'm afraid I'm afraid of mosquito. I'm just terminating. a nerd. You know, I like the tech aspect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just a nerd, you know. I just like the, you know, I love the Terminators. You know, they're beautiful. You know, seriously, like drones, like the AI technology that you need to mistakenly um, bomb uh, ten civilians, seven of whom are children, instead of actually uh, ISIS fighters. It's really interesting. It's how, really elegant technology. Like, like yeah. what? That's like a bug, right? Like, oops, we killed seven oops. children. As, yeah, as, you know, as revealed in the New York Times and then quickly buried that uh, when Joe Biden <laughs> wanted to retaliate for the bombing in <laughs> Afghanistan outside the airport, we just went and killed seven children. Yeah, we call that a beta test in the biz. Yeah. Know? So <laughs> remember to thank a veteran um, when you see one. <laughs> yeah, for, they're for, gamers just like for you using an Xbox controller to kill seven children. <laughs> gamers rise up. Like yeah, that's what the that's what veterans do these days. Make sure to um, call up your councilman and uh, ask for more of your taxes to go to the VA for the all the veterans of the Afghanistan war with tendonitis. Um, yeah, because it's really being playing a PS4 controller, moving those drones around twelve hours a day can get really tiring and. You might end up getting so such inflamed wrists that you need wrist surgery, and that's like mm-hmm. takes six weeks to recover from. I think the problem is is we need to make war more like Dark Souls. It needs to be it needs to be more challenging. There needs to be more penalties. You know, like if if you if your drone dies, you know, you have to go back all the way to where you started. You know. Mm. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I think, you know, that's why we're, our soldier retention is down. Yeah. PTSD is high. We got to, I mean, there are, I'm sh- I wonder if they're going to gamify drone strikes. Like if, if you're a soldier, like you get experience points, you get measurable experience yeah. points depending on targets. I bet you, you they have. I bet you like level up. Mm. Get the gamified experience and then you get, you know, perks. You get like, you get to do your little avatar on the drone software starts I mean, they have uh, that with just their fucking medals. Fortnite dances. They just have that with their fucking medals. You're right. That is that is what that and is. And there's Those like, your if you compare, compare like a picture of Dwight D. Eisenhower and all of his medals with General Milley. 
Like mm. the guy, General Milley's got like half of half of his a quarter of his coat is covered in medals. Eisenhower's mm. got like three. <laughs> There's metal inflation. <laughs> yeah, sometimes uh, sometimes you want to flaunt. You know, some some generals are more flamboyant than others. Yeah. Like all those, all the gay generals in the military, just wearing all their medals and accoutrements, flashing their their thighs towards the boys in the field. Yoo-hoo! Yoo-hoo, Marines! Look at my bottom! So what was, like, the response to Nicki Minaj? Um, uh, the libs mocked her and the right embraced her. Uh, they love her now. She's now, like, a based Nicki figure in the same way that uh, Kanye became based Kanye after he wore the MAGA hat. Hmm. Uh, couple polarizing figures... I still like her music. She's. I don't really care. Like, I don't think... I I guess I could... Some people are saying, oh, she's going to influence people to be anti-vax. I guess so. But those people were probably leaning to anti-vax anyway if they could be swung by Nicki Minaj's opinion on the subject. I mean... I don't know. Why can't... Like, why can't they just figure out a different way, you know? Like a I, different way, a different way of getting the vaccine into inside. Why don't they just put it in food or something? God, like, God damn it. Like, come up with a second way of taking it by now. I know everyone's flipping out all the time, but maybe what if you could just put it in a put it in a little pill? I think we should. I think we can solve the hospital bed problem and the willingness to take COVID. So when polio happened or uh, when rubella, like when all those old diseases that were inoculated out of existence they had the disgusting body horror side effects you know ones mm-hmm. that you could plainly see with covid it looks like a cold and then you die it looks like a really bad flu and then you die so people are like divorced from the symptoms well you also there's you get you get like you can lose your sense of smell and taste for like a year like some people yeah. lost their sense of smell and taste and never got it back that yeah, sounds horrible. That would be bad. I don't want that to happen. But imagine to how thin you'd get. Imagine how thin you'd no, what if And you, you what could if, smoke again. What if you just start <laughs> eating nonstop because you're like, I have to taste something. Uh, that would be, that would be, that's some, that'd be a body horror thing. Getting a nausea, so you have to, you move on to stronger and stronger smells. You know, you start trying to smell horse shit. You start trying to, you start smelling ammonia, you know. I wonder how blow does blow feel different if you can't smell? Probably not. Uh, do you, do you smell you smell the cocaine? I don't know what it is. I think what the happens is the cocaine gets into your nasal capillaries. Yeah, you kind of taste it. But I guess if you can't taste, then it's good too. Or but I feel better. it would like wouldn't wouldn't cocaine also bind to smell receptors? We should get a chemist on the show. What? Cocaine binds to to smell receptors? Cocaine must What's have a smell? a smell. What's a smell receptor? The smell receptors are the things in your nose which uh, specific oh. molecules interlock with to generate uh, electrical impulses that re- Elec- smells. Smells are electric. Yes, it's all electric. We're elect. We're dolls of meat electricity. We're pure dolls of meat electricity. That's what we are. Odor molecules, dude. Odor this molecules. is fake. <laughs> You smell, smelling is like, you can't explain it, and it happens from God. 
Yeah, the smelling is the god sense. It's the scent. The nose is the god is the god organ. The nose is an organ. That's fun to think about God and sm- him smelling stuff. Like, if because we're made, we're quote unquote made in his image. So like, what's God, so God shits? What's, what's God smells? What is he? What is there a shit so stinky that even <laughs> when God smelled it, even with his perfect olfactory receptors, he would barf. I feel like the answer is. Uh, when that happens, see, I feel like Augustine would have been way into mirror universes. <laughs> so whenever whenever something happens that God can't resolve, it splits into two timelines where God does the thing and doesn't do the thing, thus doing all the things. Hmm. See, that's how I would explain it if I were a sci-fi Christian. So there's like an infinite range of universes with smells and varying intensities. Yeah, all of which happen at the same time. Wow. And then, so if you smell something really strong, maybe you've slipped over into a little place I like to call the smell zone. (laughs) It's the smell zone where everything smells. Oh, no. It's like a a 90s uh, uh, restaurant play place discovery Mm. area for kids the smell zone and it's like charles bronson at the end of it i thought i was smelling them but it turns out they were smelling me (laughs) and everything is noses in the end and he's going and he's turning into a nose i'm pretty sure the the smells the discovery zone is out of business yeah there there was too much cum in the ball pits (laughs) yep too many, uh, too many of our fans are going. Too many of our fans coming <laughs> in the ball pit, yeah. <laughs> <In> the ball <laughs> just hanging out, just, just like uh, their their nose directly above water and their eyes shifty while a bunch of kids are around them. <laughs> you can just see their head, their eyes shifting around and clearly jacket off in the ball pit. Oh, uh, that's a good. Is that sounds like a Far Side cartoon? because like like, you would you see the balls in the ball pit and then there's just a pair of eyes the same size as the (laughs) the eyes have balls the balls have eyes the balls have eyes once again wait yeah that would be that's the that's perfect the balls have the balls have eyes that's a one panel (laughs) that's a one panel comic i'm gonna commission you to do unfortunately i know that's a joke that somebody's already done and it's uh, it's about, or, or there's a joke similar to about it uh, of a very not good comedian who I just once saw live because I went, but he's uh, Joe Coy, and he's a comedian and he's hacky but he's popular, but he did tell a joke I found that was really funny, but he told it in a very Dane Cookie way. But the the crux of the joke is as a kid he had once gotten into the magic markers and drawn eyes on his balls, and his mom tried to chastise him, but it was the funniest thing she had ever seen, so she couldn't stop laughing. (laughs) There's something about eyes on balls, which are pretty funny. That's not where they're supposed to be. The balls have it. What are are, uh, balls wide shut? Mm. No, I guess the balls have eyes as hills. So the balls are alive with the sound of music. uh, Saying deck the balls... Instead of deck the mm. halls was always a way to get the whole class laughing. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, pre like you know maybe November uh, two thousand one, two thousand two. You see a pop up in class and start singing "Deck the Balls." See, the reason why this was popular is because Nikki tapped into that instinct, which people quash their urge to find really dumb stuff like farts and saying balls and saying the fuck police and saying shit ass. You know, all that stuff, you, you know, it doesn't, you can get a laugh out of it. It's very lazy, but people still like it. And people repress the urge to laugh at that because if, if they did it, then the world would be too good. And so Nikki tapped into our urge to just talk about huge balls, which are very funny for, for, uh, and, and for it to dominate four days of the news cycle. Mm. Yeah, well, mm. you know, I guess it took everyone's mind off of the other horrible, horrible thing that happened, which was uh, the the uh, the AOC war address that had some words on it. Um, I believe the yeah. words said, I I eat shit. Is that what she Yeah, where I eat shit. Yeah, it's <laughs> she wore I eat shit. beautiful white dress with I eat shit written on it. Uh, it was a credible bomb threat. <laughs> it was a, she had a credible bomb threat written on her dress. That would have been cool. She she had the entire she had the entire lyrics to "Wake Up" by Rage Against the Machine written on her dress. Mm, I was just listening to a little bit of a little bit of the old Rage during my great. during my uh, grocery run right before the show. We're both huge Rage fans. We think they're both. We think they're great. I love. Uh, I love. Uh, I love the band Rage Against the Machine. What can I say? I think yeah, all three albums are great. I, I love them all. I like all the songs on them. I can't get enough of that. I mean, I'm glad they only released three albums and that covers album. But who cares about that one? Yeah. Well, you know, I wish they. I think they're on tour now because they need money. But yeah. Yeah. Mm. Right outside the door and testify. No, no, no. No, 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 no. You what, have I to can be... do Zach De La Roca. What is he? He's white. <laughs> what no, is Zach no, De La Roca? no, 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 no. He's Jewish. Even, He's Jewish. No, so I, I have can do never it. heard anyone sing his songs in a good way. Which, because <laughs> you can't. He's just so small and angry. <laughs> Who controls the present now? Controls the future. <laughs> Or is that Adam Sandler doing? <laughs> Who controls your present now? Controls your future. Uh, yeah, it's right it, outside your door and testify. I mean, when uh, Paul Ryan came out and said he was a huge fan, it kind of took the shine off. Oh, uh, you know, I mean, that's that's the you can engage. That's the power of Rage Against the Machine is, is you don't no one listens to the lyrics and no one engages with the. Very, very Marxist things they are constantly saying and alluding to and making reference to. Uh, they have a whole reading list, which includes, I don't think it includes the Little oh, Red Book. It'd gotta, be funny to include the Little Red Book. Gotta read the theory to understand Rage Against the Machine. Uh, it's in order to get all of Zach's lyrics, man. No, they are good. Why am I imitating a, a, a hippie? I am that hippie. I do think Zach De La Roca's lyrics are very good. Well, go, I think, uh, you know, there's, go follow them on tour. It's like, it's, uh, like, do you know how difficult it is to do uh, political rap and sell it and to not sound totally fucking dumb? Well, you, like, have, you, to have, you have to have the hmm? genius guitar maestro Tom Morello backing you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Harvard-educated guitarist. 
Is that, is, that, is that how we learned how to use the wah pedal so good? Was yes, he learned to use the wah pedal from Alan Dershowitz <laughs> at Harvard. This, listen, Look, listen. You're, you're going to murder your wife with this guitar lick, kid. You want to know how to make your guitar sound like a harmonica? Come to Alan Dershowitz's wah-wah uh, seminar. <laughs> Alan Dershowitz's wah-wah seminar. You can learn to make your guitar cry as you can uh, make the orphans cry of the woman that you just murdered well, and got away with. I don't think you should associate Harvard undergrad with law professor Alan Dershowitz because they're separate, totally separate. You know. No, but he's just he's just uh just uh patrolling the dormitories. He's you know, old Uncle Alan going, you know, hey kids, what's up? You know, he's got his sunglasses and he's got his denim jacket and he's like, How you doing back in school? You know, he's doing he's doing fist bumps. Haven't heard too many like famous people who went to Harvard lately. Who's like the most famous young person we know who's like you know, like who's a Harvard grad? Is there ever going to be another late night host who graduated from Harvard? Bree Joy Gray is a Harvard grad. Is uh, do, who? Where did um? Didn't like uh, Natalie Portman? Did she go to Harvard? She, yeah, she went to Harvard. Did she? Maybe it was Yale. Who cares? Was it James Franco that went to Harvard? <laughs> James Franco went to Rape University. Oh man, him, him which I guess is every university. Th- that was in Philly, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got a scholarship to Ripe University. You'll have the best Ripe professors at the Ripe campus. That's where Ben uh, Roethlisberger played in college. It's Ben, yeah, Ben Roethlisberger played the Ripe Ripe quarterback. Max Landis teaches screenwriting there. <laughs> <laughs> he came Damn. up with Orc Cop at Ripe University. <laughs> <laughs> the dumbest, worst idea. <laughs> Fucking. Such an idiot. I'm an idiot. Uh, he, the dress, he's like the t- young. He's our age, right? He's yeah, he's, he's, yeah, he's, he's like 32. He's like 33. Uh, the year that Jesus died. Max Landis died for our sins. He wrote Chronicle for our sins. Max hmm. Landis wrote American Ultra for our sins. And he's you know. got like a notoriously thin skin, right? Uh, yeah, he'll respond to people, uh, in, uh, I, you know, which I sympathize with because I definitely overreact on social media like a little bitch constantly, but he does it at, at scale. <laughs> yeah, you, you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's fair. It's fair. I know I do this. I know I do this. You should but, get a yeah. new Twitter or for just for that. And <laughs> Just for being a reactive yeah, piece of well, shit. Well, you told everyone that you were like, I'm Jewish and for something. And it's like the podcast is you're the, it's the podcast. <laughs> the podca- it's the a podcast Jewish podcast. Jewish. You know, we're half Jewish on the matrilineal side. So you're, we get away with you're it. You're like, well, what about me? I'm Jewish. Should I, I like Canada. <laughs> you're you're basically Jewish. Um, I'm one eighth. So that's fine. I would. Uh, Hitler would have. Really, he would have given me the Larry David look, you know? They're like, hmm. <laughs> hmm. Just, just a little Jew. Just yeah. a small amount of Jew. A dab of Jew in you. But yeah, I wonder where they I wonder where they crossed the line, you know, if you were like a if it you was were at one quarter. Jewish. I think it was at one quarter. It was at one quarter. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, there's an apocryphal story about Hitler himself having Jewish heritage, but well, I think that's not I, true. 
I don't, I, I mean, I don't know exactly if it was one quarter, but I'm pretty sure it was. I think I looked it up once. And that's the kind of thing the Nazis would be like, there's a threshold. <laughs> there's mm-hmm. an exact scientific threshold. And we figured yeah. it out with our amazing doctors. <laughs> You'll see the scientist Jakub in the, he yeah. formulated. He created the juice when he was grafting. Ah, uh, yeah. There, uh, the Nazis believed in Jakub. Did they? No. They yeah. They believed in big head scientist uh, Jakub. Well, maybe nah. the myth. The, the is is Jakub considered a myth? Can I say it's Yaku- a myth? I don't think. I don't. I mean. I think they believe. I think Nation of Islam Yakub is a real historical figure. I might be lying. And about he that. did create everyone in a giant pot. So that's like, real. He didn't. He didn't. No, he created. What did he do? What was grafting? It was just eugenics. He just did uh, eugenics on people. Is he it? It wasn't magic. It was. It was brutality. Is it, wait? Okay, so he did grafting. Yeah. That's what does that mean? Yakubian de- grafting is just like uh, uh, getting uh, getting a lot of people in a room and selectively breeding them, essentially. And he he was he created the white race. Yeah, he created the white race through this method. Wow, and that's re- you believe that? That's what I I believe <sighs> that. I believe that there is one God, and Jesus was his son, and Yakub was his prophet, and he created the white race through a brutal selective breeding and, process. And so this took place, of course, on the island of Patmos. On the island of Patmos, uh, yeah. In the Aegean Sea. Yeah. Fucking Greeks. Well, Basically, wow. it's the Greeks. Basically, Yakub was Greek. Wow. Is what we're saying. And from him, the Greeks... The original whites. Uh, <laughs> that's so. According to yeah, that's Wikipedia, my Greeks. The original whites. The so according to Wikipedia, the evil uh, white scholars have claimed that, in fact, this was made up by um, Wallace Fard Muhammad, the founder mm-hmm. of the Nation of Islam. That so, uh, does it doesn't sound made up to me any more than what the Mormons believe. Or, you know, I mean, I guess there is a historiography of Jesus, but who knows? That could have just been put there by Christians trying to say that, no, he was real. He was a real guy. Uh, but I don't know. Maybe there was someone like Yakub who was uh, who was some sort of early weird white supremacist and just the legend got passed down until he became a big head scientist. But uh, more likely, it was sort of invented as a way to uh, show the idea that blackness is the natural state of things and that uh, whiteness is a corruption, which was sort of needed when... Well, not needed. I I mean, I I can't speak on it at all, but I I understand the reaction when you have a society that tells you, ah, you're black, you suck. It's like, no, actually, I'm black and I'm better than you because I'm black. So that, that was sort of the gist of it. Um, at least I think, in my terrible white man opinion, well, I, I'm get, I up, get to weigh in on Yakub. I'm I looking up this guy, Wallace Fard Muhammad, who founded the Nation of Islam. Very he was an interesting guy. Interesting. Interesting guy. Have you read that stuff? No. Very interesting. No one knows uh, where he came from or where he went. He disappeared, and they don't know like much about where he was born. Oh my God, he's Cotton Eye Joe. 
I don't know what that means. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Oh, you're right. Where did you come? (laughs) Those are, in fact, the lyrics. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, well... <laughs> Rednecks, the 90... Uh, didn't, weren't we talking about AOC's fucking dress? So, Peyronie's disease is a penile condition that develops okay. when scar tissue called plaque forms inside the penis and causes erections to be curved and painful. Scar tissue that I wish you saw. <laughs> penis hurts and I know it all. Yeah. Penises and I kiss you cause with my penis hurts. And my penis hurts this lonely view. With my penis hurts, it's a lonely view. Anthony Kiedis is the worst singer of all time. Well, yeah, maybe a bad singer, but a brilliant lyricist. What would you get it in your horse beat? What's the song with your one with your four feet? Some of California in the California raisins. Gonna find it with your California raisins. Yeah, we, I'm sorry. We got so far off topic. We were talking about uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's beautiful white dress. That's... AOC's dress and you hit with, with the straces. Uh, California a... in the AOC stasis. It said yeah. tax the rich on it. And uh, Maureen Dowd, of course, wrote a column in the New York Times being like, tax the rich? What? What's a pompous little squirt? And then um, mm. Maureen Dowd said you can ignore AOC. I guess so. I mean, the message was well chosen because it had the effect of everybody paying attention to her, which was ultimately the goal of it. Because I think AOC understands the irony of wearing a tax the rich dress at the fucking at the fancy ball for the rich Halloween lovers. Yeah, you're you're literally going to the eyes wide shut party with (laughs) tax the rich dress. It's funny. No, well, I mean. If you went to the Eyes Wide Shut party, you weren't going to say tax the rich on your outfit. You want to say something that would shock their sensibilities. So you'd have to be like something like, I'm monogamous or something like that. Oh, yeah, because they, they're all sex fiends. They're, they're all, all having a big orgy. You're going to a big orgy. you just be like, uh, uh, no, red stoplight. If we're at a stoplight party, red means taken, green means go. <laughs> <laughs> remember those? <laughs> no. We had those at bars. Right? You remember them? No, Stop that's uh, I didn't. I didn't try well, and fuck. Orange means maybe. <laughs> I, I always sounds, wear orange. Sounds like a fucking nightmare. I'd wear orange and be like, maybe, <laughs> maybe I'll fuck you. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'll fuck you. Who knows? Yeah, they had them in Manor and they played techno music and people. I think I don't know. I don't know. It's definitely, some people died and were buried and never found again. I think. Sure. Yeah. Stoplight parties. Never. Never again. Never again. Uh. So fucking what, another development in the story that was really funny is the person that designed her dress, who AOC touted as an immigrant designer when she's an immigrant from Canada. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just very funny. Yes. So uh, it counts. It counts. But it it also turns out she does a lot of uh, tax cheating and wage theft. You, uh, you know, what you uh, should do that would be funny. You should get you get a, a nice thick tan. Put a little, no. put a little, put a little stank on your accent. No, no. <laughs> put a little Aquafina. Just to do a little Aquafina. Cross down the border down here. Hang out by the Home Depot. <laughs> no, wrong, Steve. No, 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 wrong. <laughs> I'll come pick you up and put no. you in the back of my truck, and you can you can do my roof. 
What I would be the worst day laborer of all time. I would I would just die on your roof from heat stroke immediately. Yeah. And Not then, tough. I call ice and be like, I don't know how it got. <laughs> There's this white guy with, with shoe polish on. Is your spray tan is, is like is is washing off your dead body in the rain. Uh, yeah, this is a uh, no. This line of this line of joking about for some reason me who just deciding to impersonate a, a brown person in order for you to have your your jollies. Your jollies. But you'd be, it'd be funny because then they'd be like, are you an illegal immigrant? And you'd be like, yes, but Canadian. I'm, I'm Canadian, but <laughs> okay. I'm racist. I'm a racist Canadian and I'm we're Canadian. having fun right now. I'm just racist. You're racist. Yeah. No, you got to turn it around on them. Yeah. You, it's like, oh, you're you're the, this is, this is our traditional dress in Canada. Like, oh, is, just this, because this I'm tan and I was our, also kind of doing an accent that would indicate... <laughs> <laughs> what about me doing this accent makes you think I'm racist, Holmes? Come on, Holmes. What about me doing this accent? It's me. It's two Hispanic cops. You know, I'm going to Officer Jimenez. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, dude, I'm a I'm an illegal immigrant from Canada, man. Across the border. Okay. I knew you would see how funny it was if you just. I gave see. It. I'm seeing the comedy potential. But, but because I would cross the border at Detroit, too, yeah. so there's this yeah. extra weird dimension. Do it in the middle of winter. <laughs> just roofing in the middle of winter. You slip and fall. This is fall. how Canadians do it, man. <laughs> we roof in winter while being racist to, to Mexican people, okay? Or, or any Central American. I mean, you Any know, Central America. It's wow, always man. one thing that pisses me off is when there's these Americans who don't bother to differentiate, you know. Mm. At least learn the names of other countries besides America and Mexico. Uh, that's all there is. It's all there. Mexico, Mexico is Central America. Guatemala, it's Mexico. Forget about it. Costa Rica, forget about it. It's Mexico. Panama, fuck off. Mexico. Mexico oh shit! Is. So a, a white lady disappeared, and it's in the news. The New York Times. No, the t- a New York famous Times, white lady. They they wrote a whole article about a white lady who disappeared. Not a white lady. Yep. Everybody loves white women. They're not the butt of the jokes. Well, they're not the butt of the jokes constantly because they're annoying and so, terrible. If you've seen her, Gabrielle Petito, who left Long Island, New York, in a in a van with her fiance Brian Laundry. Okay. Brian Laundry shouldn't be laughing. Yeah, it's a, he's a person of interest. It's a Monty Python name. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of think it was Brian Laundry. It's. Uh, I mean, nine times out of ten, it's the boyfriend. Is it? Sometimes it's, um, the gay best friend. Oh no! <laughs> Wait, what? No, that's never happened. Yeah. Has it? Which gay best friend has murdered their hag? Um. I think um, the party monster guy murdered another gayman. Gaymen usually go after the the others. Like uh, gaymen, like uh, whenever you have a gay serial killer, they usually go for men. I'm pretty sure women. Liberace killed his female friend. Did he? That's cool. 
Uh, yeah. William S. Burroughs was a gay guy that killed his wife, so I guess you have me there. So our, maybe maybe our theories will join together here, and the reason why Brian Laundrie disappeared, Gabrielle Petito, is because she was threatening to tell the world that he's truly gay. Or maybe he did it like William S. Burroughs, and he killed her trying to do a William Tell. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> That's horrible. You just don't care about your wife because you're gay. And you're like, I kind of want to try to do William Tell. I want to do a William Tell, honey. Wouldn't it be so dramatic and grand? I'm gay. This is also a gay podcast. I'll be be responding to Twitter Twitter beefs with, I'm gay so I can say this. Suck a male dick. We should, I mean, Twitter beefs get us more... um, exposure you just have to make ones that are not like personal to you that's true but i yeah start a twitter beef i find that twitter's much better if i'm just trying to crack jokes and i'm only mean to the people that deserve it most no don't Uh, even be mean at all it's if you if you need to be mean do an alt account please no not mean like mean with my comics i mean like i it's okay to be like mean to someone like peter thiel because he's so far removed from me um, mm-hmm. you know, it's not like I'm tweeting at some guy, uh, who's like, uh, is some dog account and I'm like, Hey, you're an asshole. Or, you know, I tried, I try to not do that anymore. Sometimes my, uh, instincts get the better of me. And I say, you're a jerk, <laughs> even though what I gain nothing from it, uh, except for potentially arguing with somebody. Yeah, you gotta like tizzy. hack their account and then take over their account and post a bunch of horrible things. That's the way to do it. Yeah, yeah. Post a bunch of uh, post a bunch of like uh, Jerry Sandusky is innocent stuff. Um. Yeah, I don't. Is that like the Maybe worst thing you could think truther? of? <laughs> no, but it's a funny thing. I think being a Sandusky truther is very funny. I saw someone do something that I considered doing and then didn't do, which was post a picture of the shit I just took as a reply to someone. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's why well, I was going to do that. It's, uh, it's, it's weirdly intimate. Yeah. This was inside me and now it's inside your head. Yeah, it's it, that's exactly right. That's good analysis. That's exactly what you're you're like. Here, this was in me, and now it's in you. It's like a magic trick. Yeah, I can put my poop into you. It's, a, it's like a Job style magic trick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you thought of it, didn't you? Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, uh, for you said Job, like from Arrested Development. For some reason, I I heard initially Joe as an, and I interpreted it as Joe Rogan, mm. and I accepted it completely for a second. I was oh yeah, of course Joe Rogan's doing magic now. He's doing magic tricks now. <laughs> He's become a real magic guy. Uh, he has just magicians on the show constantly. He's had Penn on for twelve episodes straight. Everybody hates Penn. He's from Massachusetts. He's had Penn on for twelve episodes straight. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm sure Penn Pendulette has definitely been on the Joe Rogan podcast. I'm oh, sure. I would, oh, I would bet a hundred dollars. Uh, the those are those guys. Penn and Teller are weird guys. What are they, they just don't... trying to like get everyone vaccinated all the time? 
Is that their bent? I don't know. I, isn't, I think so. Penn, is, Penn just eventually became like a Beltway liberal instead of a libertarian. There was like a picture of him hugging Gavin Newsom and being like, this is the best of all possible outcomes. Into the trash it goes. I can't do a good Penn impression, but uh, you get the idea. Hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, he's annoying. Is he? Is, yeah, they're... I find him annoying. Do you like any of their sh entertainment? No. Any of their shows? I, I guess. I don't know. I don't like anything. I like hearing, uh, I like hearing people scream. That's my entertainment. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> dark! Whoa, you're in the darkness parade! I, I, was, I was doing some dark posts. I was making some dark posts that I deleted for being too dark. I, I was like, I had a post where I was saying... Bury me except for my legs so I can dance on my own grave. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Whenever you feel that impulse, just promote the show. Just be like, yeah. listen to House of Decline. Listen to House of Decline so I can say some, say some dark things. I'm the crow. I'm like the crow of podcasts. Shelly, how, how could you die? <laughs> Shelly. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Paint your face and something. Yeah. <laughs> the crew. I bought. I bought that movie. I I was that guy. I was like, but then by the time I reached eleventh grade, I was having a competitions with my friend who could write the most emo poetry, and we were we were laughing right. about it. That's pretty good. Do you remember any of your emo poetry? It's just, you know, stuff like my soul is black like the inner workings of the universe and the void uh, within my, you know. But we were just exaggerating having a good time in biology class, writing little fun. fake emo poems. But uh, it's little did you know it's how you really felt. You were I using mean, irony. You were yeah. using irony to cloak the darkness. Sort of. I'd kind of, after I got Accutane, I kind of cheered <laughs> up, you know. After I didn't have pimples, like... Every day. Uh, I should really just put that in the water in high schools. Um, that would do more than antidepressants, which which apparently are contraindicated for teens anyway. Mm -hmm. Every time I see an antidepressant ad, it's like, and if you're under 25, this might make you kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Not unlike the crow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brandon Lee. Haven't got a haven't got a crow that day. Uh, yeah, uh, a crow grew wings and became a dove and flew to heaven. Uh, or um, so it's been all about the celebs this week. AOC is the celeb congressperson. Uh, the Nicki Minaj is a celeb. The other celeb that got in trouble was Simu Liu from Shang Chi because they found his old Reddit incel account for Asian incels. Seriously? Had, like, oh my god, yeah. I have to look this up. Oh, you did Nirva? It's great. It's great. Uh, it's a it's a, a great horrible past. He was talking, you know, uh, he was doing a, he had a post where it was a, a sympathy for pedophiles bit, not unlike Noah Berlatsky. But, he, you know, it's that thing that people say is like, some people are just born that way. And think of, think of what it is to be a non-offending pedophile, suppressing that urge. Let's have sympathy for the pedophiles. You know, mm -hmm. it's, it's a pretty standard galaxy brain take that even that even figures in um, that Lars von Trier movie, Nymphomania. There's even a speech about that. 
<clears throat> and so Simulu got Reddit gold for making that observation. But also, like, was saying, like, yeah, posts expressing anger at black and white men dating Asian women. Ooh. Which is, uh, you know. So now Disney has a choice. They fired Gina Carano. Chadwick Boseman died. And now here's another uh, person of a movie that was fairly well received, made money at the box office, destined to be a franchise. Do they shit can their star? And have the franchise, maybe Aquafina becomes the new <laughs> Shang-Chi. Hmm. Hmm. Hey, you want to hear my Aquafina impression? Um, sure. I'm just looking up this uh, controversy. Why don't you, yeah, go, go for it. Uh, Aquafina, she, she talks like, Oh, the Jello pudding pops. <laughs> we're eating and we're talking about my vagina. It's... <laughs> I talk like Bill Cosby. She doesn't talk like Bill, but that's the other thing is Aquafina uh, uh, got under fire for always doing a black scent. Even wow, though so she's C- not C- really. Said, I am all about the gender equality. However, girls are just not as good as boys at sports. And, when I, <laughs> and whenever I play volleyball with a girl on the team, I always get frustrated. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I say they fire him. Uh, and women, women are weak. <laughs> these, that's uh, a these, dumb thing to say. Uh, he just, he just doesn't know any girls who are good at volleyball. Man, it's just fine. Find some new friends. I'm sure there's lots of good volleyball girls you aren't hanging out with because you're just hanging out with people that try to flatter your ego. Simu Lu. So are you gonna are you gonna watch it anyway, despite him being an insult? Oh, I, I already watched Shang Chi. How? Am- how? What do you mean how? How did you did you go to a movie theater? Yeah, I went to a movie theater. Damn. I like I like the experience, you're and you know I I don't hate Marvel movies so much. Uh, you're I like a few. Your health. What about your health? Oh, I don't care. I love the pictures. <laughs> I love. <laughs> what? 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 What about what about your health? What about a long COVID breakthrough? Uh, no, I can see Jungle Cruise. I know or you Malignant. saw that one. I saw Malignant, which fucking ruled, and it's great in theaters. Malignant. Everyone that... go see Malignant. It's the new James Wan thing, uh, and it's his. It's his pain and gain. It's to. It's it's except where pain and gain doesn't succeed. This totally succeeds in its ambition to be like, um, a slapstick tribute to Giallo movies, essentially. Oh, cool! And Grizzly it totally, murders. it totally, it gets very dull in the middle, but it forecasts its tongue-in-cheek quality very early. So, uh, were you cack- were you like laughing and cackling in the theater? Yeah, it's very, it's very funny, I'm and glad, it's in a way that <laughs> where if you have that meta commentary, uh, if you have that meta commentary in movies, sometimes it can come across as arch. But this effectively threads the line of where you don't know it's if it's sincere or if it's faking it, which makes it uh, a much more enjoyable experience because it's always either intentionally or unintentionally playing with that idea of whether James Wan actually thinks this is scary or whether uh, he knows how goofy it is. And I, I think most people uh, really think come down on no, he knows how goofy it is. But yeah. It reminds me of uh, Sam Raimi or something, and it uh, looks really good. There's a lot of slickness, a lot of studio slickness. 
there's a shot where she's running through a whole house set and it's really elaborately done and uh, looks really cool. Is there nudity? Is there nudity? No, there's uh, no nudity. Well, no, there's no nudity. I don't know how much I want to recommend this there's, movie. There's, there's a lot of cartoon violence, though. I mean, you need both. Mm -hmm. And to have a perfect movie, you got to have nudity, cartoon violence, cursing and swearing, and um, it's got to be no longer than an hour and 20 minutes. So you're a fan of Ralph Bakshi movies only. Yeah. I don't know who that uh, is, but yeah. Uh, Ralph Bakshi, he made very irrepressibly horny movies in the 70s. He made Fritz the Cat, Heavy Traffic, Coonskin. <laughs> I don't uh, know any of these movies. These are they're they're good movies, but they're like really horny. Nice. <laughs> He's like, he loved the ladies. He loved the ladies, just like Norm Macdonald. Oh no! Oh yeah, that's oh, so no. Is we have uh, exactly one minute to cover uh, the the allegations <laughs> against uh, deceased comic Norm Macdonald, who apparently sexually harassed some female comedians. Uh, what do you have to say about that? You have thirty seconds. Uh, I, apparently every comedy person sexual, every comedy person of that generation apparently sexually harassed everyone. Okay. Norm Macdonald seems to be left on the for. spectrum. I'm going that. to, I'm no, going to say, no, I am going to say, no, no, I need to qualify my statement uh, for he, the ladies. I'm going to say he didn't ladies. do it. I'm just going to say Norm Macdonald's innocent. He didn't do it. Um, I and need, I probably did. It, that's all we cares. have time for. I mean, people can care, but it's, he's more than one thing. Uh, that's all we have time for today on House Decline. Uh, let's have a little bit of Gene Wave taking us out here. This is Gene Wave. Gene Wave.